SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast, and we're on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network and presented to you by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com, bash us WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com, bash us W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Don't forget about the SGP Fantasy Football DeAndre Swift jersey giveaway. All you have to do is go to our YouTube channel, comment, after you subscribe, so subscribe, comment, and send that screenshot over to SGPN, capital SGPN Fantasy, on Twitter to get your free entry. There's less than 100 entries right now, and the, the giveaway is going to be this Saturday. All right, we got we have almost five full weeks of football in the books, and um, so we have some takes that are that are nailing it and some, some that are... Uh, <laughs> No deleted receipts, but there's <laughs> definitely some players that have let us down. There's, uh, there's some players that are going to be dropped in redraft this week. It's going to be really sad for some of those players. But we're this is a dynasty show. Today we're going to do that, uh, this or that, talk about some stat leaders. We're going to talk about some September startup ADP per DLF, and we also are going to talk to you about some impending free agents, 2023 it's right around the corner, and it's sell time. It's buy time. You want to know what you're getting into when you're getting some of these players. We're going to look at some receivers specifically. So um, without further ado, let's do this or that. All right. Brad, next time I'm going to do the questions, but what do you got for me? Oh, I like it. I am going to give a little bit of a hint up front. This is going to be the running back edition. Both of these questions are about the running back positions and, and a little bit of intrigue. Curious as to your thoughts what to do with some of these guys. So the first one, I'm a running back that has seen the top three most defenders in the box, eight plus defenders in the box. I currently lead the league in rushing yards over expected. Per PFF, I also have forced the most missed tackles in the NFL, with the next player being nine below me. I currently, this is going to give it away. I'm currently. I already know. I already know. Who is it? Damian Pierce. Wrong. Whoa. I currently lead the league in rushing. That oh, will give Chubb. it away. Nick Chubb. So currently Nick Chubb is just dominating everything that is the running back position. He's forced 43 missed tackles through five games. It is unbelievable what this dude's doing on the football field. But he's a little older. So, Dave, my question is, is he a sell guy right now? Is this as high as he's going to be? And is it time to move on from him in Dynasty? Yeah, I just put an article out that should be out this week about, you know, the really the age cliff, the age apex. And, you know, he's a 26-year-old running back. And the you want to buy ascending assets and you want to sell descending assets. The only caveat is if you are a contender, you cannot really move on from one of the top running backs right now I highly doubt that you're fl so flush with running backs that you can just start trading Nick Chubb away. But this is the time. And I wrote this in my article. Be aggressive. You know, be 
be aggressive. Um, hey, geez, there's, geez. If there's 10 hey. people that are selling running backs, you want to be the first one that the buyers are talking to. So I'm DMing everyone. I, I put it like a things to do. And I said, move in silence. Like you need to be DMing everyone. Hey, Nick Chubb's for sale. What, what are you going to give me? And see, you know, who, who responds. You get four people to respond. Cause a bidding war. Hey, I got I got a late first and a, and a third. I got I got a, a, a late first and a late second. I got, uh, you know, this guy plus this guy. Like, figure it out. But you want to be the first one to make that sale because you don't want to be the guy that says, hey, I got running backs for sale. And everyone's like, I just, I just bought a bunch. I'm good. <laughs> like, you know, like, you know, yep. sorry, Girl Scout. I already got some. Like. You want to be the first one to be, you're the seller. You need to go find business because other people that are going to be selling are going to be trying to sell running backs too. Yep, absolutely. All right, let's move into the second running back in our quiz. And I am currently a top 12 rated running back per PFF. Yet I have not scored a touchdown in my entire NFL career. I am top 10 in breakaway percentage among all running backs with greater than 40 attempts this season. And lastly, I'm tied for ninth in missed tackle percentage. Who am I? He's not scored a touchdown his entire career. His entire career. Oof. I, I, I don't know, man. I, Travis Etienne. Oh, okay. Travis Etienne has all of these really solid metrics going on for him. Not to mention the fact, something that I pointed out in my article last week and again this week in snap share, target share, and carry share, he has now out-touched James Robinson two consecutive weeks. There is clearly a shift in that backfield right now, and I'm telling you, He's going to get to a point to where you can't buy him anymore. So right now, I think it's the time because he hasn't blown up on the scene yet, but it is clearly coming for Travis Etienne. He is explosive, and they're getting him more and more involved in that offense. You got to remember, this is basically his rookie season. Uh, so I, I think now is the time to buy. Dave, do you have anything additional to add to, Jan- to Travis Etienne? Now, if you were in on, on Travis Etienne before the season, after four weeks of football, don't just jump ship. Um, you know, you just you can't change your mind that fast. And if anyone watched the game, he looks really good. Yep. I will add one little caveat. It was the Houston Texans, and you do not play the Houston Texans more than twice because the Jaguars actually do get them twice. But um, James Robinson, we could see some fatigue. Um, you know, he, the last two weeks in a row, it's been a little bit of slowdown for him. I thought he was a sell high candidate and, uh, you know, we'll see with ETN. I'm definitely going to check the price and you want to go do that before he scores that touchdown. Um, before he puts two good weeks back together, but he looked, he looked really good yesterday. Yes, he did. I offered Najee Harris for Travis ETN in a second and got shut down. Like, the, the hype is starting to build, coupled with the fact that everybody's super low on Najee, which they should be right now. So um, you need to go do some shopping for ETN before he does explode. Because think think uh, Kenneth Walker, right? Had you gone and tried to buy Kenneth Walker last week, it'd be different than after he broke a 60-something-yard touchdown run yesterday. Well, <laughs> so. if, if that's... if. 
According to according to Reddit, you're a buffoon for saying that because <laughs> I, I put I put is this did the buy the buy low window close and they're like what buffoon thought there was a buy low window for Ken Walker? I was like, um, sorry people Have aren't. Have you as been smart. watching football? Like- yeah, sorry people aren't as smart as you, but <laughs> um, in May when uh... people spent the second overall rookie pick. They probably were not willing to send an early 2023 first for Kenneth Walker or Ken Walker before yep. the penny injury. I doubt they'll still do it. But yeah, people are uh, <laughs> the buffoon. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> oh. uh, is James Conner not the guy? I mean, I don't know. He was a he was definitely a regression candidate. Anyone that has you know 15 plus touchdowns on a 17, 18 week season is going to be a regression candidate. The problem is, is this offense is just not as good. So the scoring opportunities are down and he's not getting them. And now he's hurt. So um, I don't think there's anything to do with him, but I would definitely go grab Eno Benjamin. If you can, Uh, Eno Benjamin looks really good and he's on a lot of waiver wires. So in a redraft league, you can go pick him up. Daryl Williams also got hurt yesterday. And Benjamin looked really good in relief. Connor's had a history of injuries, and we don't know the extent of Daryl Williams' injury yet. But I definitely, uh, I'm not going to just drop James Connor, but the uh, concern is high. Yeah, I mean, we talked a lot about James Connor as a sell candidate moving into the season from a dynasty perspective. You already talked about regression, and that was the big key. The other key is the contract, right? He's not necessarily solidified that job moving into next season. He has been a guy who suffered some pretty significant injuries throughout his career ever since his his time in Pittsburgh. Uh, so, and even looking at the back half of last year, we saw some of that injury, some of those injuries pop up and now we're seeing it again. So it's a guy that he seems just kind of consistently getting hurt. So no, I don't think in the long term he's definitely not the guy, but I do think your, your cell window may have slightly closed and I'd definitely be looking to maybe package him with say like a Jacoby Myers for a slight upgrade at the wide receiver position or a slight upgrade at the running back position. Yep. All right. Well, we're done with the quiz. Uh, yeah, we're so talking wide receiver contracts today, well, right? Yeah, well, let's check in with the sponsors yeah. and then get into the, the, the contracts. Again, we're going to go through 2023 free agents, unrestricted wide receivers edition. Um, but first, you know, are you thinking about joining WinBet? Now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Looking to join WinBet Biggest Winners Club? Whoever hits the biggest parlay on the WinBet odds-wise odds, odds wise gets a $1,000 free bet. Last week, someone turned $6 into $4,000, plus they got a free $1,000 bet. WinBet truly DGENs only. Hashtag DGENs only. So much fun you can choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgunningpodcast.com backslash WinBet. Just so they know we sent you, that's sportsgunningpodcast.com backslash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offers of exchange, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. So, uh, so we might hear some, some cheese-it boxes and crunching and chip chip bags crinkling in the background. I may be going in and out of music. Mute. 
my uh, youngest is over here staring at me because uh, I can't keep tabs on how many snacks he's eating right now. <laughs> so he's just shoveling everything in as fast as he can right now. So <laughs> do anyway. your thing, little man. Do your thing. <laughs> yeah, right. So, but yeah, so you kind of alluded to it, right? Over the last couple episodes, we talked uh, running back contracts going into next season and our, our unrestricted free agents. The last show, we talked about quarterbacks and the carousel that we expect to see there. And now we're getting into that wide receiver position and we'll wrap it up with tight ends maybe one day next week. But it's it's almost, you, you know, we talked a little bit about this in the pre-show. It's, it's kind of dry. It's almost like the Sahara out there as far as wide receiver talent that's going to be unrestricted free agents. A lot of these guys got tagged and then got deals in the offseason that would have been the major free agents that were available this season. But that's not necessarily the case. It's pretty thin. But some of these guys, I think you could probably get on the cheap right now. And the first one is going to be well, DJ. Before, oh, go ahead. Before we get into that, I want to tell you guys about Fubo TV. If you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Uh, Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone, plus games at 4K with no extra charge, over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for just a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment, You can, as you can cancel at any time. That's my favorite part. Um, right now, you can try Fubo TV free for seven days and get 15% off of your first month. Okay, new favorite part. Um, just go to FuboTV.com backslash SGP. That's FuboTV.com backslash SGP. And don't forget about Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place where you can compare odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sports books to get the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, key game, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for betters to make the most informed bets possible. It also is a bet tracker so betters can keep track of their records, brag to their friends, can you know keep track of their betting activity? Again, it's got handicapping, play-by-play updates, live scores, bet tracking, player stats, key game stats, projected game day weather. Bet Tracker allows you to keep records of all your games and betting activity. Go to oddstrader.com backslash blue wire. Odds trader is the number one site for all your game day bets. I may have missed it. I thought those were the next block of ad reads. You're good. You're good. That's my fault. Let's go. So, all right. So anyway, so we talked about already covering the running back position and the quarterback position. And tonight we're covering the wide receivers. And before we get into it, we got a live question by Yeet Man 143. And he says, would you move C.D. Lamb for A.J. Brown? I don't even think I care if this is redraft or dynasty. I am C.D. in both of those right now. Yep, and that was me that answered CD. Um, I was high on CD coming in. Uh, I hope you had a couple weeks of a buy window. You missed it. Yep. And Dak's coming back. Whether Dak comes back or not, CD's, CD's smash. Yep, yeah, absolutely. All right, so let's get into our free agent wide receivers, and we'll start with DJ Shark, current wide receiver for the Detroit Lions. 
his his deal is going to be voided at the end of the season. He'll be an unrestricted free agent, and he'll be 27 going on 28. But we've seen when healthy this season, the first couple games, he was actually pretty solid as a deep threat. We saw some of what we really liked about him in Jacksonville. So, Dave, where are we at with DJ Shark? Is this a guy we think might be a buy window pre-free agency, or maybe we wait until after he signs somewhere? Yeah, I'd wait and see where he signs. Um, You know, some people were excited about him in Detroit, and we'll see. He just hasn't played, and he's not, you know, doing himself any favors right now. But the NFL loves speed. We saw MVS just get monster payday. And if DJ Chark would go to a place like that, um, you know, you have a lot of different places. And from what we're about to talk about, there's not a lot of options. So supply and demand, there's a reason why DJ Chark took a one-year contract with Detroit. There is a market, and he is going to be pretty much the bell of the ball in a a market where there's really no one else. And you could see him get a great landing spot or, for his sake, just get a huge payday. Yeah, I mean, he's one of the younger, at 27, one of the younger guys that's going to be going into free agency uh, out of this group. But I agree. I think maybe waiting on him would be the best bet. He is going to get, MVS deal is a great kind of, you know, straight line over to him because that MVS deal looks on paper like it's a really big contract. But in reality, he gets very little money this season and he's cuttable next year. So I look for something very similar for DJ Shark moving into next season. But he really does add that speed element for for an offense. and, And I'm excited to see some opportunity of where he may be able to go next season. So. All right, let's move into the second guy. And I think this is probably, I'd say, top three option coming out of free agency this season. And that is Jacoby Myers, the wide receiver for the New England Patriots. Again, another 27-year-old guy going to be going on to 28, uh, his age 28 season, unrestricted free agent. Is this a guy we're interested in? I think like I'm low-key interested in Jacoby Myers, regardless of where he goes. He really does seem to be kind of a a, a bell of the ball, maybe, maybe a jack of all trades. He can beat you deep. He's a pretty good route runner underneath. I really think I'm beginning to come around to like Jacoby Myers and what I'm seeing with the New England Patriots this week or this year. So where are you at, Dave? Yeah, I mean he's he's gonna be the Christian Kirk of next offseason. Um, you know, he's gonna be the slot guy that people want. And and slot is a key position. Like people, they they they're when they go shopping, they're shopping for certain things. They're not just saying, I want a receiver. No, I want this. And so the teams that specifically want this will target Jacoby Myers, but you will see, and we saw it this offseason. Teams like the Patriots are not going to go spend a whole bunch of money for Myers. Teams are, they're looking at it like this. Like I have AJ Brown or I have Tyreek Hill or Devonte Adams. And they're going to cost me 25 million a year each year for the next four years. Or I can go get a rookie for 5 million a year. Plus I get that $20 million and I can spend it on other pieces. So you're getting that rookie plus. So people aren't as excited about paying these receivers because you can you can buy so many of them. I mean, in the draft, you can get third round receivers that are you know really good. 
That being said, he is a ready-made slot, and teams that are specifically looking for that thing will pay up for you know will pay up for him. We saw it with the Jacksonville Jaguars, where they were like, you know what, we're going to spend our draft capital on the defense, and we're going to go spend our free agency money on offense. And they went and bought an offense. You know, they they went and paid for you know uh, Evan Ingram and you know uh, all those other guys. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I kind of like the, and this was kind of the hope in the off season of all these different wide receivers and what they might do. Look, Randall Cobb's like 75 years old, right? That dude, Amari Rogers doesn't seem to be the answer right now. I, I really like the idea of Romeo Dobbs on the outside and Jacoby Myers in the slot. I think that's a really solid play really good for Aaron Rodgers, really good for Jacoby Myers. That would be a place that I think a team might spend some money on a guy like Jacoby Myers. So uh, I, I've got some some rose-colored glasses on with him right now because he's, he's playing very well, both from an NFL and a fantasy perspective. So Ooh, Randall Cobb, they got 13 targets yesterday. I know, ain't that? Exactly. Can you imagine 13 targets for Jacoby Myers? Like, Yeah, I, I mean. it's the, That's it right there. Yeah, the so, Packers uh, going out and getting a free agent wide receiver. That'd be crazy. <laughs> yeah, it would be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, what's this question we got on the screen, Dave? Uh, Hall for Mixon. Um, again, it does help to know redraft or um, dynasty, but honestly, in either, I'm taking Hall. Um, we've told you the last couple weeks that the opportunities were just coming. And your buy low window for Brees Hall closed two weeks ago. Last week, you could have bought him at a decent price. It's just going to get out of control after this week. Um, and he was this close from another touchdown. Like, there was a couple guys yesterday that were just this close. He had two touchdowns that he got dropped at the one-yard line. I know. It's because I put an anytime bet on uh, Brees Hall. <laughs> I put a Brees Hall anytime touchdown. And I'm like, come on, man. What? Then uh, Michael Carter – Michael Carter gets a touchdown and celebrates. I'm like, Brees Hall just ran that ball 60 yards. Give yep. him the ball. It's his time to celebrate. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd side with you on this. I, I do, you know, I do think there are brighter days ahead for Joe Mixon. He's still getting a large bulk of that work. It's just the Cincinnati Bengals, for whatever reason, they're just not clicking on offense right now. I, you know, I think there's some issues with the offensive line that they're trying to work through. They're trying to, you know, fix that cohesion a little bit. They're not really working great together. Uh, but once that starts to happen, I think you're going to start to see a little bit more of that Cincinnati Bengals that we saw last year, the Joe Mixon, who was third in total touches at the running back position. So I do think there are some opportunities for Joe Mixon in the future. But yeah, you got to take Hall right now uh, based on what we've seen throughout the first five weeks and his increased workload. He's still at about a 60-40 split with Michael Carter, but you've just seen the explosion of Brees Hall and in, basically anytime he touches the ball, and you expect that number to continue to kind of diverge from one another right now. Brad, what do you think about this one? What's up, Dame? Um, we got just got offered 12-team Dynasty PPR. Tight end premium was a 1.25. Get Jamar and Higby, give Najee, Mike Will, Ridley, Ertz, and a 23 third. Yeah, I think I'm okay with this, right? Zach Ertz, 30 something years old. Calvin Ridley coming off suspension where he hasn't played football in over a year. 
Mike Williams, who I absolutely love. I've got him in my top 15-ish dynasty-wide receiver rankings right now. And Najee Harris, who has just fallen off a cliff, and you're getting an absolute stud in Jamar Chase where you hope that he kind of returns to what we saw last season. And look, Tyler Higbee is getting targets. This dude is getting hyper-targeted right now. And it doesn't look like that's going to change. So I think I'm, oh, and he's still a fairly young tight end, uh, you know, at least in tight end standards. So I, I think I'm taking the Jamar Chase and Tyler Higby side here. Yeah. And I, I let, let Brad go first in that one. He's not as high on Jamar Chase as I am. And uh, I think this is a, a good buy low time for Jamar Chase. Um, we saw last night he got used a lot more. Um, and Higgins was out there. It was a really strange comment from the, the coach said, and if, if the situation arose, he would have been out there. And it was like the last play of the game. You're about like, you're a, a score away from winning. Why is the Higgins? That's the situation you want Higgins out. But um, yeah, I made the mistake of overpaying for Najee earlier in the season. I corrected that a couple weeks ago and I traded Najee away for Monroe St. Brown and Khalil Herbert. So I like getting rid of that because he's probably the biggest name in this. And I, I 100% would rather Jamar. And then Higby's younger than Ertz. I just I don't like getting rid of Mike Will, but you got to get rid of stuff to get stuff you like. I love that trade. Yep. Uh, I mean, what to expect from, from Hall? I mean, continue doing what he did yesterday and, you know, the week before. He's got, you know, he's got over 30 targets on the year. His involvement in the passing game is absolutely – is absolutely fantasy gold. And this team has realized like they're, they need to run the ball more and keep Zach, you know, save Zach Wilson from himself. If he throws the ball 50 times, the more times he throws the ball, the more likely he throws an interception. So I saw that the, uh, Zach Wilson, um, analogy was like, he's the guy that misses the beer pong shot. But when it comes back to him, he hits it behind the back on the on the throw, and people forget <laughs> that he missed the first one. <laughs> and uh, Mike, shout out to Michael F. Florio. Oh. But uh, yeah, Brees Hall is is the top ten guy. Him and him, Kenneth Walker and Damian Pierce, like they're about to all be like RB ones, and it's gonna be really fun. Yeah, the running back market in Dynasty is about to see a drastic shift where you're going to see guys like Dalvin Cook and Austin Eckler and some of these guys in a next offseason, they're not going to be your top two rounds. You're going to see some of these other guys start to creep in there. The Brees Halls of the world, Damian Pierce, if they don't draft another guy and that backfield is still his, I mean, this dude looks legitimate right now. He looks very, very good. So it's it, the landscape is definitely going to change. And, uh, you know, from a for future and maybe even this year in redraft, I do expect Brees Hall uh, to put up some pretty significant numbers. So, all right, let's get back into these wide receivers and, and for the sake of time and us to be able to get into our top 10 uh, September ADP rankings, I'm going to group some of these folks together. So the next group is Alan Lazard wide receiver for the green Bay Packers and Juju Smith Schuster, who we're going to see tonight, uh, playing for the Kansas City Chiefs. He is active. Both of these guys are 27, 28 years old, going to be unrestricted free agents. Juju on that one-year deal. Alan Lazard still on his rookie deal. Um, 
What do we expect to see out of these two guys? Are they guys you're targeting in the offseason? Are they guys you're trying to get now because you think they're going to become alpha somewhere else? Or are you kind of holding? For me right now, these guys are kind of holds. Uh, I'm not really interested in Alan Lazard because I haven't seen enough of him. He's been playing limited snaps because of the injuries and whatnot and, and coming back into that Green Bay offense. And Juju is what we expected Juju to be. He's, you know, getting a few targets. He's getting a few yards, but he's not really hitting pay dirt any. So he's got a decent PPR floor. But is that really what you're looking for in a trade target right now? Yeah, and they're both young. So, I mean, I honestly would probably I put these guys above DJ Chark and Jacoby Myers in my like in my list of targets. Um, I think you can get Myers and Chark cheaper um, than you could Juju. Um, and, you know, of course, Juju's, you know, he's playing tonight. So there's things that could happen that could change that market real fast. If he goes and has a blow up two touchdown game or, you know, has a, a dud then, you know, things are going to change because the, the offense really has never, they've always had like one receiver plus Travis Kelsey and they still haven't figured out who that receiver is, but it does seem to be Juju as far as the targets. Um, and I, you know, you haven't seen much from Sky Moore and the other guys have been meh, but um, yeah, I, I, I think those guys are going to be interesting. And I think that Lazard re-signing with the Packers is honestly more likely than, than Jacoby Myers going over there just because they do, tend to like keep things in house. One thing that Lazard does really well, and this is something that the Packers really want is a guy that can pass, can run block. And Lazard is one of the best run blocking receivers in the league. So if he does change teams, look for him to go to another team that does that. Cause they're going to focus on that, you know, a place that runs the ball like the Colts or something like that, that runs the ball a whole lot. Um, so I like Lazard. I wouldn't overpay for him. Um, and I think right now you could probably get him pretty cheap. I mean, what do you think? A third for Lazard? Uh, I don't, th- I mean, I think that's probably where he's at right now, but I don't, I would be shocked if somebody accepted a third for him right now. I think you'd have to probably pay a mid second to get somebody to take it. I would not want to give up a mid second for him, but I think if I'm the Lazard owner, I'm still trying to capitalize on the, he was the alpha. He will be the alpha. And I don't want to take a third round pick for somebody like that. So. Yeah. If you've held on to D hop this long, grab him. You have one more week, yep. one more week. He's back week seven. So um, yeah, hold on, hold on to him. Um, who do you, who else do you got for us, Brad? Yeah. All right. So the next grouping of guys, there's three of them and they've played themselves maybe into a little bit of intrigue in the off season. Uh, one of which is Olamido Zacchaeus, a wide receiver for the Atlanta Falcons. And we've seen this guy actually play pretty solid in limited playing time with the Atlanta Falcons. We saw him kind of burst a little bit last season and a few opportunities that he had. So he, he's one of the guys. He's, he's only 26 as well. So he's one of the younger guys coming into this free agent class. The next one is one of my love joys, and that's Paris Campbell, wide receiver for the Indianapolis Colts. We saw him. He's getting an enormous amount of snaps right now. It's just the targets aren't coming his way yet. He's playing in 80-plus percent of snaps in damn near every game right now. He finally got a few targets in the game the other night. So now we start to see, you know, maybe they're going to start to involve this guy. This guy, you give the ball out in space a little bit, let him do his thing. 
Uh, and I think he's got some intrigue and his speed was his big attribute coming out of Ohio State and that combine. But he has held, had some health concerns. And then the third guy is a guy that he's a waiver wire darling in week one. And we saw him really produce through the next couple weeks. And that's Noah Brown, wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys. All three of these guys are young, kind of shown some flashes for us. So are you interested in any of these three guys moving into free agency next season? Um, Paris Campbell's really tough. Uh, I, I liked Campbell coming out. I love the landing spot. It's not going to happen. And Alec Pierce looks so good. Yep. Alec Pierce looks so good. Um, so I don't think this year he's going to do anything that's going to help your team next year. Yeah, it could be interesting to see if he goes somewhere. But there's just, I don't know, there's just so many good receivers. Like I'm looking at, you know, the class next year and the class the year after that. I'm like, you, you're going to have to hit the ground running or you're going to be replaced. Yeah. And like there's some studs coming out. So, the other guy is Zacchaeus. I mean, he sounds like a guy that the Raiders pick up randomly for, for like barely anything. And he has a boom year like Zay Jones did or Matt Collins is this year. I don't know if he's going to, I don't think I'm be interested in either of these guys in like expecting to start them next year. Yeah. I think Noah Brown is the guy I'd be interested in out of the three. I really do think he probably played himself into a, a decent contract. That's going to get him some playing time next season. And maybe a, some playing time where he's not the fourth option on an offense or the fifth option, you know, something yeah. like that. And you could see some, diff, you know, some definite production out of a guy like that. So it's very interesting to me, uh, you know, Noah Brown's skill set and where he may end up. He'd be the number one of my Giants right now. <laughs> right? Yeah. So one last guy and then we'll move on. I don't want to forget about this guy. We talked a lot about him in the cell window and, and – you know, I put him in my Snapshare article as well as a you need to move this guy now before Rondale Moore comes out. And that is Greg Dorch, wide receiver for the Arizona Cardinals. He exploded onto the scene for those first three weeks. He really did. He looked very good. Rondale Moore came back. His Snapshare immediately went to like 30%. And then he had even less this week. So he is essentially phased out of that offense. And we saw Rondale Moore really eat. Uh, for all intensive purposes this past week. So is Greg Dortch a guy that you're interested in holding if he's currently on your team or maybe trading for on the cheap now that his snap share is so low? Yeah, like he's the perfect guy Like that you're like, he, just throw in Greg Dortch and we'll make this happen. Like, you know, instead of throwing in a fourth round pick to make this trade happen or a late third, give me Dortch and we'll see what happens. I mean, Speed, everyone loves speed. We talked about that already. And uh, he's actually shown something. Like, I've seen, we've seen something from him. And um, they let Isabella go, which we thought kind of was a sign that, like, Dorch would get more action. But that just, they're a mess. I don't know if Kingsbury uh, lasts the season. Survives. Yeah. Yep. Sorry, I took a drink right at the absolute wrong time as you as you paused. So that's it. I think we're ready to get into some top 10 September ADP in Dynasty. All right. You want to check in with the sponsors first? Uh, I don't think we have any left because you read the last of them. Oh, my goodness. I did. Well, we just love our sponsors so much. I wanted to do it twice. All right. 
All right, well, I'll kick us off with Fubo TV. If you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone plus all your games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract and no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try FuboTV for free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com SGP. Again, that's F-U-B-O-T-V.com SGP. Don't forget about OddsTrader. OddsTrader.com, Bachelors Blue Wire. OddsTrader is the number one site for all your game day bets. Nice. <laughs> All right, let's get right into our t- our top 10 ADP. This is from September DLF uh, 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 mock draft data. We're going to just go through the top 10 real quick. I'm going to state them, and we're going to talk about who's in that shouldn't be and who we think missed the cut that should be in that cut. So here is the quarterback position. Again, this is September ADP from DLF, Dynasty League Football. Josh Allen at one, Justin Herbert two, Patrick Mahomes three, Lamar Jackson at four, Kyler Murray five, Joe Burrow six, Jalen Hurts seven, Trey Lance eight, Dak Prescott nine, and Russell Wilson at 10. So Dave, who's your guy that shouldn't be in this top 10 right now? Uh, I mean, Russell Wilson shouldn't be in the top 10. Um, you're going to see guys like Trevor Lawrence are going to be above him. Um, 33, 34 years old. Like that's pretty, that's pretty up there when you're talking about like someone being a, a top 10 dynasty. Um, you know, I'll let you go with the other ones, but Russell Wilson. And of course this was September data. So it's before this little incident, but, um, yeah, Russell Wilson's no longer going to be in the top 10, I promise you, in the October, November ADP. Yeah, so I have a little bit of a different take. For me, it's Trey Lance. And I've been low on this guy since before the season. This guy hasn't touched the field and looked good in any shape of the imagination up to this point, other than his rushing in a couple games last season. Um, And to come in at QB8 ahead of, I swear I sound like a homer every time we're on this damn pod. Deshaun Watson, who we've seen do it four times as a top five quarterback and not be in the top 10. And he we're halfway through his suspension. Uh, You know, he's going to be back in week 13 against the Houston Texans. I feel like he deserves to be in that top 10 and Trey Lance needs to be knocked out of there, especially with as bad as that ankle injury was. Uh, It looks about similar, if not a little bit worse than what Dak Prescott's was two seasons ago. Um, so I, I, for me, it's Trey Lance. I don't disagree. Russ probably shouldn't be in there either. And for me, I'd probably bump Trevor Lawrence, who actually comes in at number 11 and Deshaun Watson comes in at number 12. So we're, we're really taking the next two guys and bumping those two out is what it sounds like. Yeah. Trey Lance would have been my second one. I mean, he hasn't done enough to be above those guys. Yeah, no, definitely not. All right. So let's move into the running back position. And that is. 101, Jonathan Taylor, followed up by DeAndre Swift, then Najee Harris, CMC, Javante Williams, Brees Hall, Austin Eckler at seven, 
Saquon Barkley at eight, Dalvin Cook at nine, and Joe Mixon at 10. Now, recognizing we are again in September ADP, we expect this to probably shift a little bit in October with in regards to probably Najee Harris's performance as well as Javante Williams' injury. So just real quick, do you expect both of them to still be top 10 dynasty running backs in ADP come dynasty draft startup draft season? Um I don't I don't think so. I I, I think Javante might Najee, I mean he was very inefficient last year and the efficiencies continued this year. Um, to answer the question, Vision, uh, to go, I would go get Jamal Williams, especially if I had DeAndre Swift, as long as the price is right. Don't go and trade, you know, a starting receiver for Jamal Williams, but he's really just insurance. The Detroit Lions, I believe, are on bye this week, and then next week you'll you'll probably have DeAndre Swift come back. So I'm pretty sure they're on a bye this week. Um, that is correct. Yeah, week six. So, yeah, Najee, Najee is definitely the one that's going to drop down that list, and he's going to be borderline top 10. Um, I'm probably going to have, I'm doing my redo my rankings. It's probably going to be out of my top 25 rest of season rankings. Spoiler alert. Like it's bad. He's yeah. like Ezekiel Elliott, but worse 24. <laughs> like I think he looks worse. Yeah. It, it's, that, it's bad. He it's is. Bad. It, it, we were talking about this at work. He is acting like Le'Veon Bell with a terrible offensive line. He's back there dancing around. Like it's not his thing. His his thing is not dancing around and waiting for blocks to come to fruition. Like hit the hole and go. And he's dancing behind an absolutely Swiss cheese model of an offensive line. And it is just not working well. So maybe if he can get coached up and they say, hey, just just hit hit the hole and hit it hard right now and stop dancing. Maybe he can recover some of that value. But until we see that, it's it's bad news bears right now. All right, you can go with the receivers. Uh, or actually, was there any other running backs? Yeah, for again, like Nick Chubb is dominating right now. And for him to not be even sniffing the top 10 that he's currently at RB 13, it's just surprising to me that he's down there. But Dalvin Cook is ahead of him, who's actually a year older than Nick Chubb and not, you know, outside of his two touchdowns this week, he hasn't really produced this season uh, in an offense that we thought was going to be pretty explosive. So for me, I think Nick Chubb deserves to be in that eight to 10 range. I get he's, he's a little, uh, older, but we've been saying that about Derrick Henry for how many years now? And I, I very much see Nick Chubb in that same mold where we can see very similar production to what he's seeing right now for the next couple years. And then the other guy that is interesting to me that I think is going to start to climb a little bit is probably J.K. Dobbins. I don't think he belongs in that top 10 right now, but I do think by the end of the season, we're looking at a guy who could potentially be a top 10 dynasty running back. So, um, but yeah, that's that's the running back. We're ready for wide receivers? I see a bunch of questions flying in, so I don't no, know if you want to go to it's my comments. It's my comments. Oh, okay. All right, gotcha. All right, let's move into the wide receiver position and and wide receiver one off the board. No surprise is Justin Jefferson. Again, this is Dynasty ADP. So Justin Jefferson, wide receiver one, followed by Jamar Chase and C.D. Lamb round out your three. Then you got A.J. Brown, Cooper Cup, and DJ uh, Debo Samuel, followed by T. Higgins at seven, Stephon Diggs at eight, Michael Pittman at nine, and Jalen Waddle at ten. So, Dave, who's in this top 10 that you're like, 
really? And who is outside of it that you think should be in their spot? This is this is a tough one. I think it's it's about right. I mean, there's a lot of guys that are good. Pittman might be someone that we're going to see drop down the board a little bit. And you could see someone like Drake London or Chris Olave or Garrett Wilson jump in there. Um, you know, there's, you know, this probably maybe, maybe the same thing with, you know, with, uh, with Higgins, but Pittman, I think for me is the one that I don't think he'll be top 10. If I asked you right now, who, who would you rather have in dynasty Chris Olave or Michael Pittman? Uh, anybody other than Michael Pittman, Garrett Wilson, Drake London. Uh, I, I might take him over Garrett Wilson just because of this. I just don't know how I feel about Zach Wilson just yet uh, in that offense. But, um, but yeah, I definitely want Drake London over him right now. He would be my guy, but I'm, I want to go a little contrarian to what you just said. And also what I've got on the screen, what Dame is talking about. And I think for me, it might be Jalen Waddle right now um, with, with Tua and that situation. And there's a lot of, uncertainty around what that is going to look like plus the combination of Tyreek Hill right now I think he's probably in that 12 to 15 range for me right now and I still have a love joy for DK Metcalf I I just think he is bigger stronger and faster than everybody else on the field right now and we've seen him do pretty well with Geno Smith up to this point now he's not a he's not performing top 10 in in complete fantasy production but we got to remember this is dynasty and we're looking at year after year production and i think DK Metcalf is still a guy i'm willing to have in that top 10 right now yep and then Monroe St. Browns in the convo as well yeah absolutely I, yeah Amon Ra is you know outside of this week which i think he probably was just still too injured to really play. He just wanted to get out there. Um, that's a guy you should really be paying attention to. Uh, but there's that question mark, right? Jameson Williams. What's that offense going to look like when he comes back? Is Amon Ross still going to get the targets? Um, I think they learned a lesson this week. And that lesson is, why did we not get TJ Hawkinson more involved? We saw what happened last week. This week, we <laughs> give him four targets? Like, what the hell are you guys doing? You scored zero points. Zero. And the guy who led everything, he led all <laughs> tight ends and everything last week. I, like, wish ah, we, I wish, yeah, that guy was old news. What are we talking? I wish about? we could run the the last last week. Brad was like, they finally figured it out. <sighs> they finally figured it out. If you just get TJ Hackett's in the ball, and I said, Brad, if it took him five years to figure this out, dum dums. I can't trust I'm gonna, it, man. I'm going to buy him a box of dum dum suckers and send him to him. Like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, you, you can't trust good coaching decisions. You had Kyle Pitts out, and so what happened with Drake London's route participation? It went down. Yep. He, Drake London was only participating in 66% of routes yesterday. Yep. Like, Just, Arthur Smith is the next guy. He needs to go. <laughs> yeah. He's got to go. Yeah, yep, I hear you. I hear you. All right. So we started talking about tight ends, TJ Hawkins and Kyle Pitts. Let's get into the top 10 dynasty tight ends based on September DLF ADP. And 101 is still Kyle Pitts, even after the shit show that is the 2022 season. He is still the number one tight end off the board. Hey, that still involves drafts that are happening in the back end of September, right? Still, Still does. Mark Andrews coming in at tight end two, followed by Travis Kelsey at three, George Kittle at four, 
Darren Waller at five, Dallas Goddard, TJ Hawkinson at six and seven, Dalton Schultz at eight, Pat Fryermuth at nine, and Dawson Knox at 10. So who belongs there that isn't there and who doesn't belong there right now? Dave? Half the list. I mean, half the <laughs> list. Tight end is a shit show this year. Half, half the list doesn't belong there. I mean, Taysom Hill is obviously the number one. Right, Taysom Hill's the number one. Four total touchdowns this week. Yeah, that's all. Uh, Just a monster. Um, So I I threw the question as a joke of Kyle Pitts or or Taysom Hill, but right rest of season, it's an honest question. Would you rather Taysom Hill or Kyle Pitts rest of season? (laughs) How big is your jockstrap? Because (laughs) you got to carry some big cojones to do that. But I mean. Taysom Hill has outscored him pretty much every week. Yep. And yeah. So um, I, I'd say like there, there's just a big gap. And like Kittle, he's no longer part of that elite crew. He's just not. He has the upside to be there, but he doesn't. And Darren Waller doesn't belong in that club either. It's for me, like right now, guys that you can consistently count on every week, it's Andrews and Kelsey and nobody else. I mean, you cannot count on all these other guys every other week. Hawkinson, we saw what happened, and then we saw what happened. Goddard, it's like Philly's got a new guy every week. Is there is there like their game plan is around? Goddard had a good day yesterday, but it's been coming. But it might go away. Fryermuth has got his third concussion in two seasons. That's scary. Um, it's uh, it, it's tough out there, man. Waller's not look good. He's not looked good with Devonta Adams in this new offense. I don't know why they signed to a huge contract. They're not giving him anything. I mean, Higby should be in this list. Is that like where we're at? Yeah. Well, I think there's three names that should be considered here, right? And I think as the you know that October D, uh, ADP starts to roll in, we're going to see that. I think Higby is definitely that guy, the biggest riser right now in September ADP. He was tight end twenty six. Right. So that's definitely going to change based on, okay, now we know those three weeks in September weren't a fluke because now we're five weeks in and he's still getting massive amounts of targets. I think the other guy that just does not make any sense to me, even in September ADP, is Zach Ertz. He's this, he's actually a little bit younger than Travis Kelsey. And this dude is getting targets galore right now. It doesn't make sense to me that he's outside the top 10 in Dynasty ADP at the tight end position when we're willing to go and spend that high of an ADP on Darren Waller, who's 30, and Travis Kelsey, who's 33. And I'm not saying he's as good as Travis Kelsey, but to have a 10-spot difference between the two with guys like Cole Komet in front of him, and Dawson Knox in front of him, Dalton Schultz, like it just doesn't make sense to me. So I think Zach Ertz is the name in there. And then the other guy that you got to think about is David Njoku in this new offense. He got paid in the offseason, and we're seeing the offense kind of really involve him regardless of the game plan. And the question is obviously, does that continue when Deshaun Watson comes back? Because Watson's never really been a guy who targeted the tight end position. So what's that look like coming back? So I can understand that kind of suppressing his ADP a little bit until they get that answer. But I think those are the three guys for me right now with a couple other dark horses like Hunter Henry, who's getting some targets uh, and performing pretty well. Got the touchdown last night uh, for the Cincinnati Bengals. 
and then moving into the season, you see other guys that are starting to flash, like Johnny Woods and Daniel Bellinger. Are these guys able to sneak into the top ten because they're young, and some of these other guys are falling down the the market board? Now, I think those are those guys are stretches, but those are guys that are I definitely believe we're going to start to rise up the ADP a little bit. Yeah, and there's there's a couple guys coming out um, in the next two seasons. Um, you got the you know the kid out of Georgia in two years. He's gonna be absolute. You know, Brock Bowers, he's going to be a yep. beast. Michael Mayer's coming out next year. Like Those guys are already in your top 10 of Dynasty. Um, and Greg Dolchich, he's not a top 10 guy, but I need to mention him. Go pick him up. Go trade for him. This, this, uh, they have nothing over there in Denver as far as I mean, Salbert's getting 70 plus percent of snaps right now. Yeah. Go, go so. get Greg Dolchich. Um, Bellinger's, he's, you got to love the name there, Bourbon Dude. I mean, this is, uh, it's, Bellinger's fun, um, and the Giants love using him. He's he's scoring a touchdown almost every single week. Hey, so, he's getting double tight end reverses and running them in, right? I mean, this, <laughs> I mean they're, they're using him all over the place. They, they, they like him a lot, and they're using him. Um, but, yeah, I agree with all that. I was going to mention Njoku, so it's not just, you know, Brad that's on Njoku. <laughs> I was going to mention Njoku as well. And then Zach Ertz, like I've said every single week, people act like he's 97 years old. He's the same age as Travis Kelsey. Um, you know, he's he's there. And Isaiah likely is someone that you're gonna might have to wait a little bit, but he's interesting. Um, but it's just it's a it's a crap shoot at the tight end position. And if you paid up for Kyle Pitts right now, you're hurting. If you paid up for George Kittle or Darren Waller, you're hurting. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It is a mess right now. That's for sure. All right. We did it. We did it in under an hour. Look at us go. 53 with, minutes. With a, a couple um, buffoonery with the uh, ad reads today. Um, I did not drink before the show, but uh, I, I apologize for that. Brad was drinking during the show. That's our excuse. Um, even though it was all me. All right. Well, hope you guys have a good night. Don't forget about the contest. And as always, good luck this season. Cheers.